Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I'm your host, Jake Sprague, a comedian and cool guy from sunny Los Angeles, California. Pretty exciting that I added that in, huh? And this is a podcast where I give advice to people that never, ever asked me for it. This is a super bonus episode. This episode didn't need to exist, but it needed to exist. It's not in season two. It's not in season three. But I have with me the incredible Heather Woodward. Hi, Heather. Hi, Jake. And today we are doing this episode, I mean, really specifically because it's fun and also really, really specifically so we could talk to you about a series we created together called Murder Story, The Case for Bobby Pantone that is out now on my YouTube. Episodes come out every Monday and Thursday. You can go to youtube.com slash spraggles to check it out. You can also follow our Instagram that I keep slightly forgetting how it's worded. What is it? Murder story series. Murder story series. And oh my God, uh, I'm just so happy that we got to make it. Heather did such an amazing job with so much of it. And but Jake, I, you did such an amazing job. Well, I was going to say I crushed it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah and I crushed it. Yeah, but, you do an um, incredible job playing the worst person on the planet. Thank you very much. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I would love it if you went and watched it. It is a mockumentary, fully improvised sort of mockumentary style show in the vein of a serial type podcast. One of those murder shows. What do you call them? True crime. True crime. But what this is a murders? fake crime. Ooh, yeah. What do you call those? <laughs> uh, mockumentary. Yeah. Mm. Mock- fake true crime. Fake true crime. Uh, so please go check it out. And uh, without further ado, I think we will get uh, in. Jake, yeah. uh, I don't look, I don't want to backseat drive your uh, podcast, but you like I always crazy- say, then don't. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, go ahead. Drive okay. all you want. I don't uh, care. You, There's you- a steering wheel back there for a reason. Oh, thank you for installing it, by the way, in the podcast. Um, you said a crazy thing just now. Well, about the show? Oh, We've I guess made too much of a bit about you saying one word weird. Now we're down this hole. I'm not even sure anyone remembers that you said Ad Drew. Oh, I don't think I even did. All right, well, we'll get we'll get onto the show then. Without yeah, any further right. ado, here we oh. go. Is he, 36-year-old male, interested in me, 33-year-old female, or... Is he just being helpful and friendly? So, is this relationship advice? This is relationship advice. Oh, okay. I should have said that. Thank you, Heather. This I is went into re- this with a "Am I the asshole?" mentality. I, I could see it uh, wash over you very quickly that you knew you needed to pivot. That is your improv mm-hmm. training, maybe even your musical theater training. At this oh, point, you, you just knew things needed to change. Yeah, we in musical theater do like to pivot quite a lot. I, we I've like noticed- to pivot ball change. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a a heavy vocal fry in the musical theater world? Uh, no. Uh, well, like you mean just on stage or in people who are in it? I I, I would say mostly no. When you went into character and I don't, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't want to get too far into and sort of start backseat driving your character work here no please do that's why the steering wheel is in the backseat of my character work i figured okay because i noticed it and i went wait a minute mm-hmm. um but you seem to affect a, a vocal fry when you went into musical theater characters so it's why i was wondering mm. is that common or is that just you're doing like insufferable person uh just insufferable person that's what i figured yeah yeah and there are 
plenty of them in musical theater. I is music. What is a more common way? Like, what is the common way for human beings to act in musical? Like, the insufferable musical theater people are they always like? And I just think about a lot of things. Like, are they very yes. sort of okay? I right away in college, this was a very weird backhanded compliment I got from my acting teacher. But my first year of college, the art we all had to take acting class together or the musical theater always took class with the acting majors. Um, but they also had to have like the people who are going into tech or like directing also take first year freshman acting because they wanted them to have that perspective and, and learn about that kind of stuff. And my teacher, like a few weeks in heard somebody else referring to what, or heard me talking about one of our musical classes. And he was like, wait, you're a musical theater person. You're not, you're not one of the tech people or one of the like behind the scenes people. And I was like, mm, yeah, this, this is both a compliment and super not, but I, it, it's more about me as a person than it is as an actor. And that feels better to me. I don't want to be the like, hi, I'm the musical theater person that showed up to acting class. Of course. And a lot of them. I I think the right way to take that is as a compliment because no one's ever been like, oh, I love how much of an actor you are being or like, yeah. wow, you're such a musical theater person. Like, yeah, and I musical think- theater people are uh, can go either way. They can either be chill and fine or like, and you know, all actors are like a little on all the time, which is exhausting if you're not one. Yeah, but well, I mean, theater. we're improv comedians, Heather, so I, we uh, we know a lot about people who are on all the time. Truly, imagine that, but like there's singing involved too. Wow, like it's musical just... improv, get me out of this hell. <laughs> you actually, a lot of the musical improvisers will slip into this every now and then. Uh, a very college musical theater thing to do if you're ever around like a younger musical theater person start singing any song from a musical and like count the seconds until they also start singing it with you it's the most fucking insufferable thing (laughs) to be if you're just like if a reference makes you think of rent you'll be like 525,600 almost immediately Whoever is in musical theater around you will also start being like, it's, and it turns into this like vocal one-upmanship or like, or everyone wants to prove they also know this. I picked the, the most common possible song, but musical theater people love to prove to each other. They know more than each other. You know, I'll also say uh, about musical improv uh, m- the only reason I have an issue with it is because oftentimes it's so dang good and it always does <laughs> And I see my own improv and I'm like, how am I going to go up after the musical improv team? They just crushed it. That's funny. I, it's, I, I clearly have like a lot of musical theater opinions uh, just from me <laughs> spending the top of this podcast trashing it despite loving it as an art form so much. But um, I tend to be like very critical on musical improv every Mm. I don't do it myself I mean I've taken a class or two in it and like done a handful of performances but oh yeah why don't you do it that feels almost criminal that you don't do (laughs) 
it, it's because you like musical theater too much, isn't it? You can't it like is. bastardize the art form. It is. It feels. Uh, it it feels like when I can think of all the musicals that have rocked my fucking world and like said such major artistic things and did such big moments for me. Then when I'm up there singing about fucking farts or whatever with people who are just like panic singing and improv, I just, I think I've seen some of the older house teams knock it out of the park. Like Diamond Lion at UCB was unreal how good they were. And I could watch that show any day of the week, but I, and I won't name names, but I could think of some other teams, other house teams from other theaters or some house teams that came later or whatever. And that I was like, boy, you guys are doing this one thing really confidently. And I find it neither inspiring or particularly funny. It's confident. And that's very impressive because it is scary to get up and make up a song, but I, it all, it all feels a little in between for me. I'm like, I'd rather either watch you have like no reins improv or commit wholeheartedly to a scripted musical. Uh, so it, it, people would ask me all the time to like do their musical shows. And a, a couple of times I made the mistake of saying yes, cause I'm also not particularly very good at musical improv, but people assume because I am a musical theater performer and also an improviser, that that's fine but it's not it's a it's a totally different skill set i'll be the first to be like you don't want me in the show because i'm not actually good at it so yeah i mean it's you're right it is a completely different skill set and you do find people that don't particularly have great singing voices or clearly any musical background mm -hmm. but if they know how to do musical improv they can put on a darn good musical improv sure. show sure I, yeah, I, you don't have to be a very good singer to do it because you're making up the song. Only mm -hmm. sing something that's in your range, I would, which I think um, is great. But I, I don't know if there's something more niche to talk about than <laughs> musical improv. Or isolating, yeah, <laughs> alienating. Uh, okay, well, let's get back to it. Is yeah. he 36-year-old already male, forgotten the question. Interested in me, 33-year-old female, or is he just being helpful and friendly? By the way, without reading any of this, I didn't read any of this. I know right away that he is interested in this person. <laughs> say that right away. For sure. I have I have a big issue with them being in their mid thirties and this being a question. Like, oh yeah, that's, that's too old to be asking this question. <laughs> I would say so. I remember when I first started dating Dana. Um, she would be. I was nineteen seventy four, right? No, come on. It was late. It was like 70, not 70. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, okay. 74. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a long time ago. And she was actually in acting classes and stuff like this. And I remember her having moments where she went, you know, this guy, we're going to meet up and we're going to work on this scene, which is very common in an acting class. Sure. Um, and I would just always be able to tell. I'd go, um, yeah, he likes you. She's like, mm -hmm. no, he doesn't, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes, he does. I'm positive he does. And then she would come mm -hmm. up and be like, yeah, so he likes me and he told me he wanted a date, but he knew I had a boyfriend. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know what's going on. I don't know yeah. what it is. I mean, for me, it was maybe just being in a more committed relationship and getting older, but I didn't really have any female friends in my life that there wasn't a possible romantic connection to until like my, later in my 20s, like my mid or later 20s, really. Sure. Um, I think it was just because if a guy is single 
I don't think this is true about all guys, especially once they get older, because I wouldn't be like this now at all. But if a guy's single and he's kind of hanging around some girls and he's being like really friendly, it's like, yeah, I think he's probably into you. Mm-hmm. Well, and I do think there's, uh, I do think you age out of that. I think, I think that's not, uh, for women, it's, a, it's not quite as extreme, but I don't, I don't think it's fully exclusive to men. I think also when you're younger, like I, I'll joke sometimes and just say when I was a teen, I had a crush on every boy, which is a joke. But it's also kind of not a joke. I think yeah. when we're just younger and we're like starting to come into our own and we're starting to have like feelings about about whoever we're attracted to, you're also a little bit just throwing spaghetti at the wall. You're like, will somebody love me? I want to be <laughs> loved immediately. And so, and we're, when you're young, your hormones are crazy, your wires get crossed and you start to, you know, mix that up with actually being attracted to people instead of just like, the desperation of youth. Absolutely. Um, That's such a great point because I remember there would be times where there would be someone I was not interested in at all. Nothing would come up. And then all of a sudden some girl would come up to me at a party and she'd be like, you know, uh, Sarah, she actually kind of likes you. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, well, fair enough. I guess I like her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go talk to her. Like something that never even crossed my mind. Just like you were saying, was like, well, I guess I could be into her. I mean, let's go figure this out. Why not? Yeah. And then now being older, there are people that in no, no shade towards them at all, but there are people where it's like, oh, this person's great. I have no interest in them, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, at all no matter what. Yeah. I, I think, I think adult platonic, uh, uh, relationships with people of whichever gender you're attracted to is, is totally normal and doable. I think, um, I think people choose to see what they want to see. And if they want them to just be friends they're they might only be seeing that. But I, I do think as we become adults, it gets pretty clear. I think it's pretty unusual to be like, I think this guy's really fucking into me and he's not, or vice versa. Be like, uh, uh, I think this guy is just a friend, but he does call me all the time and want to spend time alone a lot. But that's, I think you can just, as you get old, or at least you should, you should be able to feel the difference between those two. That's a great point. Uh, because, I do wonder this sometimes when, when people ask questions like this, I think how off is your barometer of things that you would be wrong about something like this? I feel like I would, let's say, you know, my wife is in a crazy bullet train accident. She dies tomorrow. God you rest her soul. You have to stop bringing that up as an analogy. You were saying that before you you, you were saying that yesterday. Okay, whatever. That kind of shit, Jake. So whatever. I bring it up a lot. Who cares? So she's gone. And then I'm talking to someone. I feel like it would be really unlikely that I would go, she's really into me. And then I like kind of make a move and they're like, I don't like you at all. I would be shocked. I honestly, I would be blown away if if my gauge of situations was that off. I really would. Yeah. I had to um, really suss out that that analogy or that that hypothetical like Dana's hit by a bullet train was for you to say like if I was no strings attached single now Uh (laughs) I really was like and 
would would your grief have to do anything? Oh no, that's not at all what you were. No, you're no. Ju- you're just saying if you now an adult, but in a world where where you were not a married man. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, here's yes, the thing. You, your barometer would know. Yes. Most people don't like hypotheticals when they go, but wait a minute, aren't you in a relationship? So I have to make it mm-hmm. clear in this reality, my wife was hit by the fastest train in the world yeah. and I'm now single and ready to mingle. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I just feel to, like- I'm glad to hear you've gotten over it. Well, in this reality, the appropriate amount of time has passed. So the appropriate amount of time has passed. The train was going very fast. Another thing that rhymes and that is musical improv. So, okay. So yes, just like you were saying, I, I would be shocked if I couldn't tell like, is this person into me? Like, I feel like I'd know. I'd Mm -hmm. feel like I'd know really, really easily. But (laughs) I once, uh, uh, was telling my therapist in my adulthood, this was many years ago, but, but was saying, and this guy that I'm working with, I I don't know, but I do, I think he has feelings for me because this kind of stuff doesn't track, but I'm not sure, but in linear, and she was just rolling her eyes the whole time. I was like, yes, yes, he does. Yeah. If you're telling me this story, the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're I, an adult, I, of course he does. I am so, I am so into people going with how they feel about things you're i really think i'm right about everything not about crazy like not about arguments that maybe i'll have or something like that but my intuition i'm almost never wrong so your gut is is the best uh compass you have i agree well here we go okay so my company has been working along with this other company The last three months, I've been working with one of their reps and just recently completed negotiations on a contract. The rep and I have been utilizing each other's resources to better our companies. This is like a robot wrote this. I know. I immediately was like, is this a fake job? What are we doing? Yeah. He's complimented me saying, quote, amazing job negotiating. And he said he's never worked with anybody more knowledgeable and prepared. He called me a, quote, special asset to my company. He overpraised me in my opinion, but it's some of the best compliments I've received since I've worked here. Instead of phone calls or Zoom meetings, he rather he'd rather drive 30 minutes to my office, ooh boy, for ah. 20 to 40 minute one-on-one meetings. He once mm-hmm. brought up the idea of meeting halfway at a coffee shop. Yes. This I mean, is a, this is open and closed case. Yeah. I mean, there, there isn't a jury in the land that wouldn't convict at this point. Mm-hmm. During one of our off-topic conversations, I mentioned I found a cute table set on Facebook Marketplace, but no means to pick it up. Any offer to help with this truck? Okay. I mean, yes, he likes you. So how, how hard could this possibly be, Heather? Yeah. I mean, this he is... showed up shirtless. Yeah. He kept uh... doing this thing where he was like, ah, oh, it's so hot. And he took his shirt off. Turns out he's ripped. <laughs> uh, I called him on a weekday didn't realize it was his day off I apologized and said I can call the next day he didn't mind and went out of his way to help me out he said on his days off he's a single dad and his hobbies are hanging out with his kids and hitting up the gym so he's got nothing better to do he encouraged me to call about anything work related or non-work related any time so there you go is he interested in her? Yes. What? You think so? What was yes. it? Yes. Every piece of it? Which every, part? every piece of it. 
Oh my God. It's as if this person has never heard or never seen any memes that are like, this could be, this could have been an email. He, his whole life could have been an email. His whole relationship with her could have been an email and it's not. He's picking up furniture for you. I know. And he's driving 30 minutes to, to spend 20 minutes with you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He Especially, wants you to be the mother of his children. Absolutely. And, you know, not only is he driving 30 minutes to see you, he's going to drive 30 minutes back. Okay. Yeah. That's an hour round trip. Yeah. This is a big drive. And yeah. Oh, but it's a long ride. So maybe you want to meet me halfway at like a. I don't know, like a coffee shop or like a bar or maybe a hotel. I don't know. Yeah. You know, the only thing I could guess is perhaps the reason he hasn't said anything about his feelings is maybe he's waiting for the professional relationship sort of to be done because it's like they're sort of like contracted, I think, for a period of time to work with this company probably. Yeah. So maybe he thinks like, hey, I'm not going to make a move while, you know, we're still dealing with this but i'm kind of making it clear that i'm open to whatever here that's a good point i that's also where i was starting to to go was like how many of these instances before it's crazy that no one's made a move oh right yeah but but if the work relationship you know i know we don't know the answer to that but that that does uh clear it up is the like okay maybe he just wants to hang out with her or like set the groundwork before he feels professionally that it's an okay thing to do or like if he's not working for the company anymore if he's worried she's gonna say no but he's still gotta like go meet with her exactly i get that yeah and you know i'm sure i don't know the situation with the reason he's a single dad i highly doubt it's the fastest train it ever made i I think it's unlikely his wife was hit by a bullet train but i do think it's weird that you picked this uh uh, reddit post yeah i think it's weird too but um (laughs) but i think uh i think he maybe you know given like however the relationship ended maybe he's not really sure how to kind of get back out there and he's just really trying to test the waters of this whole thing like maybe he's really hoping that she'll kind of reciprocate some of the yeah i'll meet you at that coffee shop actually i did want to talk to you i just can't find the right guy in this town that's you know? cute and i like it oh man he's he's newly he's newly uh, uh widowed and uh did he say he's a he said he's a single dad single he dad. didn't say he's a widower he didn't know so we just killed his wife mm, i mean i'd like to assume that it, their relationship would have worked otherwise yeah that's usually the only problem is if one dies um uh oh boy now i'm back now i'm back at feeling (laughs) conflicted no it's cute let's say he is a widower he's like oh but i don't know if i'm ready to get back into it but this this woman oh my god i just can't stay away and that's cute it is it's super cute you know what i just noticed too all he does is hang out with his kids and he hits up the gym so he might actually be ripped he might have I mean, done that truck yeah. thing so he could move some furniture and be like oh where does it go and you could yeah. see like the veins in his arms are like whoa i mean when you read that detail i did it i did internally roll my eyes a little bit because i was like yeah i mean like if you had to describe your life to someone like be like yeah i do work and i have kids so i spend time with them and then sometimes i go to the gym how much more details are you giving to someone you're not very close to like that i was like that's not 
that's that's not like oh he's got a lot of free time so he can help people he doesn't know very well move furniture yeah that's that's just like being a person that's a that's a big move by the way moving furniture for someone there's i've never had a like distant work relationship ever where the person offered to bring over their flatbed truck and help me it's never happened actually did at a restaurant I worked at years ago. Um, I, I moved over the weekend. I, this was a nice boy who also like maybe did have a crush on me. So, but he, he was like, what do you mean you moved? You, did you need help? And I was like, no, cause my boyfriend's family came over before David and I were married. And I was like, they helped. And we, and we had a couple of friends and he was, he was like, I have a truck. Uh, so if you ever need anyone again, so it was very nice. And he knew I had a boyfriend, but I was also huh. like, I don't, I don't know what we're, I don't know if we're friends or not. This is confusing. I am not going, I will absolutely help someone move if they need help. Uh, but it's going to be a real friend. Mm-hmm. And um, if I do it to a stranger, I am looking to cheat on my wife. I'll put that <laughs> out right, right now. If anyone finds me moving stuff for a girl, I barely know tell my wife because there is a problem there. Someone needs to watch me. Please intervene. Someone needs to stop me. Okay. And tell her not to go near any fast trains for a little while. Cause I might be (laughs) plotting something. Yeah. If Jake wants to go cross country on a train, warn Dana. Can I say, you know, this Heather, if you ever have to go, Hmm, this person might like me. The answer is yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I think so. And, and, Ha ha! And I have an and. And if they don't, you need to really figure yourself out, my friend, because you don't know what's going on in this world. <laughs> yeah. We this post gives no indication if she wants him to like her, right? That's a great point. Yeah, there's there's nothing that says in there. Yeah. I I I have to assume the answer is either yes or no, because that's how all questions go. Uh, no, the, that the answer is either yes, she wants him to uh, uh, like her, or this is like a conversation at work where people are like, he's got a crush on you. And she's going, no, you're crazy. No. And yeah, up to the internet. I'm trying to find if there was an update to this, but I don't see an update. So yeah. I don't know. Is uh, everyone in the comments just going, yes, yes, yes? Uh, yes. Almost everyone is like, uh-huh. <laughs> and now I see that this person, it looks like they're just posting in a lot of like erotic threads. So oh. I don't know what even to say about any of this. Wow. So maybe it really worked out. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, it, the, I mean, the answer is yes, he likes you. But uh, okay. Well, hmm. Heather, I think we did it. I think so. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. I really appreciate it. And please head on over to youtube.com slash Spraggles and check out our show, Murder Story, The Case for Bobby Pantone. It's really great and it's funny and it's great. Yeah, I agree. If you like, if you like dumb, funny make em ups, their short episodes are like five minute episodes. Uh, uh, and just, you know, just something to make you laugh. Great. Heather, is there anywhere else you'd like people to go to see you? At 
Woodward Heather is my Instagram. I'm not on anything else. Maybe I will be someday. Uh, that's a conversation for a different time. Yeah, I'm oh. not going to convince you to join TikTok today. Yeah, yeah, soon. Uh, and heatherwoodward.com. And that's about it. Great. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>